Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create your own MFR business, how to have one, and what to do to get started. Each week, we will discuss practical ways to create a business that keeps you from under-earning and burning out. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Over 10 years ago, I decided to change my massage practice to MFR only. I became fully booked and have enjoyed years of success helping people to get out of pain and return to active lifestyles. I'm here to help you do it too, even if you live in a tiny town and even if you've never had a business before. Let's go. Hey, before we start today's episode, I wanted to let you know that Another round of the MFR Coaches Group Program is going to be starting in January, and I would love to see you there, and I'd also love for you to be able to take advantage of the special early bird bonuses that I'm going to be offering. So head on over to my website, themfrcoach.com, and get on the waiting list email so you don't miss a thing. See you later, and enjoy today's episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I am your host, Heather Hommel, and I have with me one of my private one-on-one clients, Sarah Martin from Fire Rainbow MFR in San Antonio, Texas. And for anyone who is interested in working with Sarah or finding out more information about her business, you can just refer to our show notes or you could go to her website, which is firerainbowmfr.com. Okay. So you just shared with me something very exciting. You have one spot left for the month. Yes. A couple so months exciting. ago, <laughs> a couple months oh ago, that was not the case, right? Like, right. Why don't you just tell us what your journey has been like? You opened your business earlier in this March. Yeah. Yes. So why don't, just give us a synopsis of how that went and how it's going now. Okay. So I opened in March and I was seeing one client. And then it, it moved into, I wound up seeing three clients mm-hmm. and for the longest time, like when I say the longest time, I think it was three months. And at that moment, it was the longest time. Yeah. <laughs> so, forever. and right. It was forever. Yeah. And I was so scared that they were going to disappear. Like if one person decided to um, not come in that week. Or if, I mean, I was just like grasping, I could feel myself just like, ah, with both my hands, just like, yeah. Yeah. Like the cat on the screen door, like, yes. <laughs> and at that point you and I have been working together like end of April, beginning of May. Mm-hmm. And I had started doing some models, doing some thought work, not fully committed. Though I was still like me, and then tell me what what should I be doing? I know, I know. I kept on like, well, so I made two ads on um, Facebook and two ads on Instagram, and you're like, okay, that's nice. What are you getting out of that? What's coming from that? And I was like, oh, you know, nothing. (laughs) Like I thought it would be fun. Yeah, and it was it was fun and interesting until I got hacked on Facebook and then I was no longer interested in that in, <laughs> at all. And did you like even get any clients from that or even No. Yeah. No. In fact, I also got a negative review. I have one review on Facebook and it is negative because of the hack. <gasps> and it and it was like someone that never even came in to see you, like just some random right. left you a review because of the 
the hacking incident, it was a review of what happened while I was hacked and not with what I'm actually doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah. Anywho. Weren't they like selling car? Didn't they say? Yeah. They were selling cars. Yeah. You're a bad car service person. I'm okay. I'm glad super that bad that's at selling resolved. cars. I'm glad that's resolved. And also like, uh, just side note question. Yes. What are your thoughts about needing to run ads now? Is that? I, I don't need to. It's also part of like my thought process where I need to look busy. There's a difference between looking busy and being busy. Yes. And I thought I had to do those things because I want, I needed to look busy. Like I had to have like actions, make things and you do. All, and no, I don't. I haven't had an ad since the hacking incident. And I am fully booked. Like I have one space available and for the whole month. Yeah. That's so awesome. I feel like there was a point in sometime, I think in August, like late July into August, where you had this thinking transformation. Cause that's really yes. what it was. Like you kind of went all in on the thought work and making models. And like, I won't say that you like, I was going to say that you succumbed to it. <laughs> well, I kind of kicked and screamed about it. It was the MFR therapist, Linda, I think her name was. Yeah, Linda. Yes. Yep. So I had listened to her podcast and we had kind of talked about what she had done where she'd taken a week off. And I re-listened to that. Sometimes if I listen to something again, you get something else out of it. Mm -hmm. And so I listened to it again and that really struck with me. It struck me that she had taken some time and I was like, well, okay. And so I took some time and I just wrote about everything that was just bothering me about the business. Like every single thing I wrote about what I was scared about, what was irritating me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like simultaneously, I just started getting people. And it was so incredible. It just happened. It was like, they just appeared. Because it was like you changed, right? It was like, right. I think one of the fears we uncovered was like, you were kind of afraid of being successful. Successful and seen, like yeah, and so like you're like out there like flailing around. What can I be doing to get right. to create clients versus like what? How do I need to be? Mm-hmm. And it's like once you just accepted that you just needed to be you, and it was safe to be seen. Like you didn't have to change anything. You didn't have to present in a way that was not authentically you. Like you just right. had to show up as you. And so then it was like. I can just see this like relaxation come over you and your business. Mm -hmm. And then, then the snowball started to build as far as like the momentum of clients coming in. Yes. Yeah. And now, I mean, you've like have a couple months under your belt of what it feels like to be getting busier and busier. Mm -hmm. You have big fourth quarter goals. I do have big fourth quarter bowls, goals. Fourth quarter bowls. (laughs) Yeah. And that's hard to say actually. Yeah. Fourth quarter goals, big goals for the fourth quarter. And do you want to share some of the goals with us? Oh boy. Okay. Because it still makes me mm, a little, a little bit. Oh my gosh. It really makes me. Yes. Um, Before you share this with us. Yeah. Think about like when I interviewed Linda back in the day, like she was one of the first people on my podcast, right? When my podcast was new and she was like nervous to come on and share her story and like she helped you. Mm-hmm. Right? This is true. Mm-hmm. And so like, yes. you might be sitting here like, oh, if I tell people this, go out, out loud and everybody knows, and I'm just so vulnerable. 
but just think about like one person could hear this or five or six. Like, however, like my grandma's probably listening. Hey, Lolo. And hey, grandma. Yeah. <laughs> my biggest fan. So somebody out there is going to hear this and it's going to change them just the way right. okay. this story and you were changed. Like that really saved your business in a way, right? Like the way it did be able to, to relay to you yeah. exactly how to start believing. Mm-hmm. So thanks, Linda. Okay. Yeah, Linda, thank you. Um, (laughs) So my reserve goal like is eight thousand dollars a month. Okay. What's a reserve goal? You know, like it's not my crazy goal. Oh, okay. So like you're having the thought, I'd like to make eight thousand dollars a month regularly. Yes. But my like outrageous goal, like the one that's over the top that I'm like, whoo. Yeah, the doggy. It's uh, ten thousand dollars. That's awesome. So, where are you at? Like, on a scale of one to ten, how much do you believe that you can create ten thousand dollars in a month in your business? Like, I am at a ten. Like, it's weird to say. Good, it's done. Like, it's yeah, it's happening. Like, it's cool. It's a thing that's happening. Yeah, whether it's this month, next month, or January of twenty two, right? March, right? Like, you just. Mm -hmm. Like at some point it's happening. Right. So why does it make you want to throw up? Oh gosh. Well, I mean, I feel like it's kind of a dreamish because I remember I've worked for other people my entire life because I started working when I was seven for my father. So I've been working for a long time. (laughs) But like to be able to set a goal that is to me outrageous but actually be able to achieve it, like that is achievable. It's not something that's like out in the ethers or out of reach. It's actually something that is achievable. Yeah. What will that, and, what will that mean for you when you're making oh. dollars a month? Like what's, okay, before you're <laughs> or into that, and I have so many questions for you. I'm just going to rapid fire them at your face. Um, oh, goodness. <laughs> what was the most money you've ever made in a year before? Okay. I mean, that's not too bad. It's not too bad. And I was like, you know, because I am an individual, I'm not in a partnership. I don't have children. Like those things. I'm like, it's okay if I, that's the amount of money I make. Like I'm okay with that. But at some level I'm not because I'm not able to pay out off my debt. And I'm, you know, I wasn't able to do certain things in my life that would allow me to move forward. Yeah. Well, maybe it didn't allow you to dream very big because you're just like, this is just what I have. I'm like, I'm fine with it. Yes. I didn't know. I would agree. I would agree with that. Any other option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dream smaller, you know. Just dream kind of small so you don't get yeah. to your britches. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Or don't dream so big and then maybe get it and then have it taken away from you. Mm. Yes. I've had that feeling before. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, it's normal. I think no matter... When you're making $10,000 a month, which would equal you're making over 100K a year, like mm-hmm. you're still going to feel it. Like if you don't work on your money story continually, right. you will still feel the same way about money as you do like right now. Well, and I also feel differently about money than I did like two months ago. Yeah, like totally. Okay. So this is a side note. Like just personally, I had had some issues about going and getting things accomplished, like going. <laughs> my DMV story. Like I had, yes, 
Yeah, because well, you had to like plan for it to be very complicated. And- yes, it, I made everything so complicated. Like it was going to be the worst experience. The worst things were going to happen. Like I had all these crazy ideas. I get very stressed out about doing just those sorts of things. Yeah. And we wrote about it. You're like, write a model about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we coached on it. I remember. <laughs> coached on it. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. Also, I feel like this has really kind of built back up my self-esteem, which I didn't realize that was so fragile and unraveled. I just didn't realize that portion. Mm-hmm. And I just have really felt a difference of like my self-esteem being rebuilt. Yeah. It's exciting. I remember that call. It was like you had a transformation on that call. And I mean, not all coaching calls are like this fantastic thing where we get to the root of something and you're transformed forever, right? Like I would just right. love it if that was the truth. But I mean, it's not every call, right? It's most of them, not everyone. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you had a transformation on that call, like your self-concept changed. Mm-hmm. And now it just keeps changing, keeps evolving over time. Cause you then right. applied it in real life. Like you went to the DMV and it, and you were like in charge at the DMV. It worked out. I like, you were like, people are there to help you. I'm yeah. like, they're there to help me. What? They're not there to yell at me. Like, yeah, that was you can't get in trouble. Like you're an adult. I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. So, it was so fun. From that moment on to, well, I, and I don't know, mm-hmm. like, was your Linda experience after the DMV? Yeah. Yeah. So, it was. Yeah. A, mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, that it was, was a transformation. That. And then you had mm-hmm. your Linda experience. Yeah. So it's like, I think once you start experiencing transformations mm-hmm. at this level, cause it's like an internal transformation. Right. And then they just start happening quicker and quicker. The ripple effect from it, there's more meaning to it. And what mm-hmm. all it encompasses is bigger and bigger. Yes. I want more things that make me feel good, but something else might used to make me feel good that no longer has the same effect. So I want to continue on what is actually making me feel good. Yeah. Like, because I've tried to like rest on my laurels a little bit. I'm like, maybe try, you know, old habits that I've tried, like eating, you know, eating too much sugar or watching television. Yeah. And it's just not working anymore. Like it yeah. just doesn't work. Right. Well, it's almost like you don't need that kind of comfort anymore. Right. Like you just don't need to buffer all day to get through your day. You're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have anxiety and I might still do the thing. Right. Like originally when I asked you to be on this podcast, you were like, oh gosh, I don't know. Right. But, <laughs> but like old you would have like, that would have been the answer. Like, nope, that's uncomfortable. Yeah. And now you're like, you know what? I'm super uncomfortable. I'm just, but I'm just going to do it. And here we here are. I am. It's like, <laughs> yep. So fun. Well, the whole point of doing these interviews is so other people can hear what's possible for them too, because mm-hmm. if Sarah Martin can do it, then someone else can do it. Right. If Sarah Martin can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah. I always think that about me. If Heather Hommel can do that, anybody can do it, you know, cause we're just regular people like everybody else. And some people mm-hmm. just don't know what's possible. Okay. So your regular monthly goal is 8k. How close have you been to hitting the 8k? So last month was my closest month and I was like $500 shy. Oh, wow. And you weren't even fully booked. No. And now you have one spot left for the month and you've sold a bunch of packages. 
Yes. Do you know what your numbers are for the month? So currently I've had 11 transactions, completed transactions, and my net sales are $3,943. That's pretty great. And you still have to work this week yet. You still have. Yeah. I still have another day. Mm -hmm. And then I have two more weeks. Yeah. You have plenty of time. Like if you just do what you've already done, you'll hit that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so So, cool. And you're fully booked. So it's happening. Okay. So just remind me, like, what was your biggest month before? Prior to that was quarter two at $3,130. And that was for the whole quarter. Mm -hmm. For April, May, and June. Yeah. So you've already surpassed or surpassed what you made in an entire quarter in two weeks of the month of October. That's pretty awesome. Yes. (laughs) And last month you had almost an 8K month. Yes. Yeah. That's so good. Well, congratulations. This is, it's so fun to like be on the journey with you and to see, like to just witness like these little micro transformations that then lead up to the ability to show up and be seen and help a lot of people. Cause you're helping a lot of people when you're making this amount of money. It's not just like you're oh, doing nothing. Right. It's I'm not just sitting around. <laughs> yeah. What does it feel like to you now to be seen? What does that mean to you? That's a good question. I think I had some anticipation of what it was like to put myself out there. Not that it's not correct. I was making a bigger deal out of it than it was. Like I was putting too much emphasis somewhere that it's not as a big a deal as I was making it out to be. Yeah. I do think it goes back to that, like needing it to look polished or needing it to be like already developed before you start. Right. Mm-hmm. Tell us the story about how you were like talking with another provider of services and he asked you how things were going and you just decided to be honest and how that... <laughs> Like honesty also like led to more clients. Yes. So, I mean, it goes back to that looking busy versus being busy. Mm -hmm. And I had kept telling him, oh yeah, I'm busy. He would ask me, how are you doing? Oh, are you busy? Yes, I'm busy. And then... (laughs) Because what would it mean if you said you weren't? That I wasn't doing a good job. Like I wasn't good at what I was doing. Yeah. It was just not positive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You weren't being positive if you weren't. Right. I think it's also part of that like positive, like, yeah, I'm busy. I'm getting the universe behind me to go and move forward and be busy. And that's not what I needed to do. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't working for you. It wasn't working. Maybe other people manifest somehow that way, but like really you had to start to have your own back. Right. I had to to tell yourself the truth about what you wanted because for a long time you told yourself you didn't need much. Right. Yes. Like all of this truth telling to yourself, like that was the only person you were responsible to for all these changes. Okay. So then, so tell us like what you're So again, we were having a conversation. He asked me, how's it going? And I was like, I just kind of blurted out, it's not going well. I'm not busy. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, well, okay. I can tell people to go, but I can't make them go. Because he, he's like a therapist too, like a different, yes. Yeah. A different therapist. And he suggests my services. So he was like willing to help you. Like all you had to do was like reach your hand out and be like, could you help me? Like he didn't know he would help you, (laughs) but you weren't embarrassed to tell him, right? Like it just, no, I, I just, I, it was almost as though I just was like, 
okay, this is it. Like, I just have to like be honest mm-hmm. and being honest helped. <laughs> yeah. Cause then a few people came to you from mm-hmm. referral and yes, that kind of helped you believe that you could create clients and clients were coming. And the more you believe that for real, the more real clients came to you. And, and it just continue to come. Continue to come. Where do people find you right now? So I am on Instagram. I am also on the Facebook. I love it. But oh. you're not on there that much, right? Like how much are you I'm zero percent of the time. Okay. Yeah. But so you're on I'm, there. So you have a page, you have a, a Facebook business page that I held you down and made you set up. Yes. Then you posted like about your smoothies or something. And I was that like, was on hey. Instagram, but yes. Okay. Do you post on there? No. But people I don't. still find you on there. Actually, I don't know that anybody has found me on there. It's all been through my website. Okay. So people are Googling Mouthwash release or like, how do they know? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. But they, they find my website it's and search- they- You're searchable. So you have- I am searchable. You have Facebook, Instagram, you have your website, you have online booking mm-hmm. and you're on the directory. Yes. Okay. So those are like all the things I recommend. I remember when we like kind of like went through your website and we just made it super simple. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and you have to have a picture of yourself somewhere. People want to know who they're coming to. They want to know you're a real person. It's true. Yeah. You just take away like all the mystery out of it. (laughs) I don't currently have a photo on my, on my new website. Just FYI. Oh, that's okay. You okay. do have one on Facebook though. I do. I mean, yeah. there are images of me. Yes, like, and there's... you have one. I just saw yours the other day on the directory. It's a great, yes. it's a great photo. She has the cutest photo. You guys have to go check out her listing on, on the directory. It's so cute. So yeah, I mean, it's totally fine if you don't have one on your website. Like you get to do whatever you want. It's obviously working for you. Yeah. And like online booking is working. Yes. Massage booking is great. Mm -hmm. And very does everything you need it to do. Yeah. It's inexpensive and they're so helpful. Like I can go on and ask questions and there I've only gotten helpful responses. So I love it. What would you say to, to other therapists that are so scared to have online booking? I don't know how you wouldn't have online booking. Like a hundred percent of my booking is online booking. Like Nobody calls me to schedule an appointment anymore at this point. That's awesome. That (laughs) saves a lot of your time. Right. And also people are looking for you when they're in pain, which is usually in the middle of the night and they want to know they can get help the next day or help, you know, as soon as possible. So that's when they're probably booking. Right. Then you went to a bunch of booked appointments. (laughs) What I do is when I see that I have a new client who is scheduled, I always call them. Mm-hmm. And touch base with them and let them know that I'm going to be sending out an email to them, find out if they have any questions. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the people who are scheduling now, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like to have a, like a little a touch base and see we're all on the same page. Yeah. Well, and I think that's amazing customer service. And probably your clients, it provide some safety for them to buy from you. And they like, they already kind of know you in a certain amount, you know, they mm-hmm. at least know your voice and they know 
you know, what to expect when they come in because you've made that touch point. It's not necessary, but it is like awesome mm-hmm. customer service while you have the time to do that right now. Right. I would imagine eventually you will maybe, maybe that won't seem necessary to you anymore. Mm-hmm. But as you grow with your business, but right now, or maybe you always do it. I think it's great. Yeah. I like to just because like you said, they hear my voice, but I like to hear their voice. I like to be able to kind of have a baseline what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Okay. So what advice would you give to MFR therapists out there that are starting their business or maybe like they've had their business for a while and they're, you know, either not busy, something's going wrong in their business where they're not a hundred percent happy. Like what would you tell them to do? I would recommend signing up with you and not just reading your book, (laughs) like (laughs) jump ahead and just sign up. Well, Um, no, if you sign up with me, I'll give you the book for free. So there is see, (laughs) because I ordered your book and read it. And I did like bits of it. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, I'll do the things that are the easiest and the most comfortable. Yes. I did the, what is it called? I'm sorry. What is possible call? Yeah. What is possible call? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we've been together ever since then. Like we've, you know, you've done a a couple rounds of coaching and you're in my group coaching program now. Yes. What do you think about that? Honestly, I found it so exhilarating because the next day I felt like I did so much better with my clients. I love the connection. And I'm like, I feel like connected. I feel connected to these other people who I've never met. I mean, in person, Mm -hmm. but I felt like there was a little, a community and I just felt like I did better in my practice. I was like, Oh, this is just a breezy day. I love that. I love that. I have heard from other people in the group too, that they felt that way. And just having that connection and the camaraderie of like knowing that we're all kind of having the same experience, but we're not Mm -hmm. alone. Yes. It's very nice. So many mornings driving into my office and like, I would just be saying to myself, like, this is very lonely. Like I'm the only one doing this and nobody understands. And I'm, you know, and that was like Mm -hmm. depressing. Right. And that's one of those mornings was when I kind of had the idea of helping people with their businesses. I was like, if I'm feeling like this, so many other people are feeling like this. Mm -hmm. And it is hard when you're doing something that is different than everybody else. Cause you don't fit in with the massage therapist. You don't fit in with the PTs. Like, where do you fit in? Right. We fit in with our group, with our MFR therapist. That's where we belong. We don't have Mm -hmm. to try to fit in with everybody else. Like we already belong to this awesome community. So yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm glad you're a part of that. It's so, so fun. Everybody's got to get into the group for next round. I know. <laughs> It'll be awesome. It's a good place to be. Yeah. Okay. So besides recommending that people work with me or they join the group, oh. like give us some sort of what's your biggest takeaway. If you were talking to someone, you could tell them like one thing they could go out and do that would improve their business. What would that be? For me, it was really online booking it was huge. I think that's great advice. Yeah. yeah. That's to me is a game changer because I don't have somebody there to answer phones for me. I am the phone answer. I'm yeah. the email responder. And so, and the other thing is I know that when we first started working together, I was nervous about certain things like when people could book prepaying all this. I get nervous about so many things. <laughs> just- Everybody does. Right. Cause they just don't know. So then all right. these like little micro nervousness things like lead to the inability to start. Yes. 
that's the thing is like for me looking at the big picture just picking one thing and starting there then being able to move forward but yeah online booking huge yeah huge now too like even though you set it up months ago mm-hmm. you got all of the back end like your intake forms and your email sequence that goes out if somebody books the reminders your policies yes. like having all of that in place so now that you're really busy you know what your systems are and like what you physically have to show up to do and what you can expect that's just going to be automated for you. So that's really good. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Awesome. Well, is there anything else you want to tell other MFR therapists before we go? Oh man, the next time you go into your practice, just enjoy your day. It's awesome to be an MFR therapist. I love it. Yeah. We're so lucky. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's true. So lucky to be. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on the program. Again, if anyone wants to get some excellent treatment from Sarah, she is in the San Antonio, Texas area, and her website will be linked in the show notes. And you can also follow her on Facebook or Instagram, (laughs) even though she might not be there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right, everybody have a great week and I'll see you next time on the MFR coaches podcast. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the MFR Coaches Podcast. Check out my book, The MFR Coaches Guide to Having Your Own Myofascial Release Business. Autographed copies are available at my website, www.themfrcoach.com. Kindle version and print also available on Amazon. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at The MFR Coach for more info on today's topic. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week.